Welcome to The Empowered Life with Life Coach Terry Holland. It's time to live the life you deserve. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today and welcome to episode 8 of The Empowered Life. It is a beautiful sunny Sunday afternoon here in Vancouver, British Columbia, and I hope it's just as sunny and bright wherever it is you are today. Now what am I doing sitting inside my office on a beautiful sunny Sunday afternoon, you might be wondering. Well, next Saturday, I'm giving a talk for a group of entrepreneurs at work here in Maple Ridge, and I'm busy preparing for that today, except for this little window that I'm taking out to do my podcast. But other than that, my entire day is devoted to working on my presentation because I've committed to doing it. And because I've committed to doing it, I've committed to preparing and making sure that I can give the best presentation possible. So let's talk a little bit about commitment today. What are you committed to and what commitments are you breaking? By definition in the Cambridge Dictionary, commitment is a willingness to give your time and energy to something that you believe in or a promise or firm decision to do something. It's also something you must do or deal with that takes your time. That is the dictionary definition of commitment. But what does it mean to you? When you give your word to something, you are making a promise. And it's a promise to take action. Commitment is not about words. It's not about saying that you are committed to something. It's about showing up and proving that you are committed to doing what you say you will do. And this really speaks to integrity. And again, about taking responsibility for your life. When you put your commitment on something, you are telling someone that without fail, you will show up and do it. And if you break that commitment, you are breaking trust, period. When you break a commitment, you are breaking someone's trust in you. Now, this is something I've been thinking a lot about lately. And it's something that I've worked on in my own life because I used to not take commitments seriously. I would say I would do something and I wouldn't do it. Growing up, I'd tell my mom, I'll clean my room tomorrow and I wouldn't do it. I would promise to study. I wouldn't do it. I didn't care. I would tell my friends I would show up somewhere and I just wouldn't show up. I would bail. And then people stopped inviting me out to things. Well, they stopped asking me to join them because I wasn't showing up. It wasn't because they were bad friends. It was because I was being bad friend. And I started to recognize this, that if I wanted to be invited, I needed to show up. If I wanted people to trust my word, I had to hold up my word. And I've noticed this in other people. And when you don't take your commitment seriously, people stop taking you seriously. It's up to you to withhold your commitments. If you want to be taken seriously and you want your word to be valued as something that's important, you need to show up. I belong to a Toastmasters club here in Maple Ridge. And I have recently been elected to the executive as vice president in charge of public relations. To me, this means that I'm going to show up to executive meetings once a month. I can commit to going to a meeting once a month, unless there are extenuating circumstances or I'm on vacation, I will be at that meeting. I've also committed that I will do the work involved to fulfill this role. Now. I'm saying this because it's really important that when you put your name on something, when you join a club or a team, 
and you say that you will show up to practice, you will be at meetings, it is of utmost importance that you actually do so. Because if you don't, people stop taking you seriously. And in a business context, they'll stop wanting to work with you. Another example, I belong to a few local networking groups. Now, if I'm looking to give a referral, and that's the whole purpose of these networking groups, is that we give each other referrals for business. If I'm looking to do business with someone, or if I have a friend or another, another associate who's looking to do business with someone, am I going to give my referral to the person who can't be bothered to show up to meetings, who continually misses our weekly networking meeting, or someone who shows up consistently, is on time and respectful of the group? I'm going to give it to that person. The person who can't be bothered to show up to a weekly meeting that they've committed to joining is a person who I'm not going to trust in business. I'm not going to trust they're going to show up when I need them to. This also goes for being on time. When you schedule an appointment with someone, you are making a commitment to the time of that meeting. If a meeting starts at 1 o'clock and you walk in at 1.05, you have broken your commitment. It is an assumed agreement that you will be on time that the meeting will start at 1. And one way to uphold this and honor this is to actually be early. Show that your commitment is so important to you that you will be there early. If you ask me, if I have a meeting with you at 1 and you're strolling in at 1 o'clock, you're late. If I have a meeting with someone, I expect that they are walking in at least 5 minutes early because I'm going to be there early too. I posted something on Instagram the other day and it was a, a little meme type thing that said, if you don't take your commitment seriously, people stop taking you seriously. And I added the comment on it that it really becomes a question of character. Breaking commitments reveals something about your character. Would you agree? I think so. And I had a friend comment on it that she really hoped that people wouldn't, wouldn't allow a broken commitment to bring someone's, quest, or someone's character into question. Because she said, what if you're dealing with an illness or children, or if you have a physical ailment or mental condition that prevents you from showing up for being there? Well, my answer to this is that it still is a question of character. Because if you know, if you know that something could prevent you from showing up, if this is an ongoing concern, if you're struggling to find reliable childcare when you need it, if you have a physical condition that's flaring up or that acts up time to time, or if you're dealing with something emotional or mental and you're committing yourself to things that you know you might not be able to see through and you might not be able to show up when that person needs you, then I think you owe it to that other person out of respect to simply say, I would love to commit to this for you and I will do my best to honor that, but... I might not have childcare available. Or I've been struggling with this physical condition and I would love to help you. I will do my best to be there, but please understand I might have to cancel. And I think people do understand that. And in extenuating circumstances or when things come up unexpectedly, I think people are compassionate enough to understand that sometimes things are beyond your control. And even if it is a last minute something, I mean, if I have an appointment with you and you get into a car accident on your way there, I'm not going to expect you to rush out of your car accident, injured, bleeding, broken, and come running to our meeting to be there. 
What I do expect, though, is a courtesy of a phone call, if you can, if you can make it. And if you can't make a phone call, if you can't let me know, then I do expect that at some point there will be a conversation and you'll acknowledge that the commitment was broken and say, I am really sorry. I had a commitment to meet you at such and such a time and this happened. It was beyond my control and I hope you will give me another chance and we can meet again. That's all it takes is a sincere, heartfelt apology. I think often or too often we let ourselves off the hook for things we really shouldn't be. And even in the case of physical illness, sometimes that can become a crutch. And I'm not saying this to be insensitive or, or to be uncompassionate towards people dealing with this. I have dealt with my own illness since I was 12 years old. I've been dealing with ulcerative colitis. And sometimes when my colitis is flaring up, that does stop me from doing things I want to do. And it does sometimes mean that I have to break appointments and break commitments or that I just won't be able to show up for my friends or family. But I also know and I've learned that when I'm sick, I just tell people, I'm dealing with some colitis right now. I'm dealing with this physical issue. I will do my best to be at your party or to meet you for coffee or to come to that appointment. But please understand, I might have to cancel. And I think we can all understand that. The issue to me is when people are making it a habit and they don't have a good issue or a good reason for missing out on something. They just don't. I have a, a friend or an, a, I would say more of an acquaintance who continually signs up for events and then cancels at the last minute and says she's too busy to go. Well, it's become kind of a running joke in our circle that we expect her to not show up. And that's what I'm talking about. When people expect you to not show up, and especially if these are business or networking events, then this isn't the person I'm going to go to when I'm looking for someone in her field to do business with. This isn't the person I'm going to go to because I have in my mind that she's unreliable and uncommitted. My challenge for you today is to make a list of all the things that you say you're committed to that you've been breaking and look at the commitments that you're making to yourself in this as well. Because a commitment broken against yourself is just as detrimental and just as damaging to your integrity as breaking a commitment to someone else. So how many times have you said that you want to lose weight, that you're going to eat better, that you're going to exercise daily, and then you break that commitment? When you break those commitments to yourself, you're breaking trust with yourself. You're also setting up a pattern of behavior that says, Hey, I'm going to set this goal, but if I don't really do it, it's okay. It's all right. I'm cool with that. I've given myself the option to fail, the option to quit. So what's going to happen next time when things get tough? You're just going to quit. Take that option out of the equation. Make your commitments mean something. Write down everything that you say you're committed to. And take a good hard look at which ones you're actually upholding and which ones you're not might be a challenging exercise for some to have a look at. And then I want you to start looking at which commitments are working for you and which aren't. If, for example, one of the commitments you've made to yourself is that you're going to exercise for 30 minutes a day and you're only doing that maybe 50% of the time, well then recommit to exercising for 30 minutes every other day. Make it something you can do that you know you can actually uphold.
And this is the other, the other piece of it, is if you're continually breaking commitments, are you overcommitting yourself? Might be time to start saying no. No, I can't do this because I've already made a commitment that day to do this. No, I can't be at your event Saturday morning because I'm speaking at my own event on Saturday. You get the picture. Make your list. Let me know how it goes. You can find me on Twitter at Terry H. Coaching. And of course, you can always contact me through my website at terryholland.ca. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked what you heard, please don't hesitate to leave me a five-star written review. I always appreciate those and hope to see you next time on The Empowered Life. Hope you have a fantastic day.